Hello? Mic check, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Hi, everyone. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Game Changer Podcast. My name is JL, and this is my beautiful wife. Triana. And we are back. Episode, I have no idea, six or seven, one of those. Um, and uh, what is yes. up? What is good? Let's talk. Let's get right into it. Yes. Um, what's going on? What's going A lot is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, this, the freaking world is on fire. Well, I shouldn't say the world, but the United States is on fire right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the... Um, video of uh you know rest in peace to george floyd that pretty much triggered the events that's happening now with the protest um social media movements everyone is getting involved and it's about damn time because it took this death for y'all to really really hop on the bandwagon i'm not talking about like you know my peoples or anything like that i'm talking about like the rest the rest of america <laughs> corporations don't want you know like they was on the wrong side of history and and now they're seeing oh my goodness we're wrong the nfl saying you know we were wrong it's good that they admitted that but at the same time it's kind of like what what did you expect to happen this is what's been happening this entire time mm-hmm. what do you thought what do you thought he was just like protesting just a protest I don't even, and I know that I read that post earlier in the week or their statement or whatever. I don't even know if they really necessarily said that they were wrong. They were just kind of acknowledging where we're at right now. No, they said we were wrong. Oh, they did? Yeah, they said it. You know why they they admitted that they were wrong? Because it was going to affect their bottom dollars. Mm -hmm. Because that video came up and it was like, damn. Mm. All right, let's try to... uh, Let's try to have some damage control. And when was it before or after they made a statement that Drew Brees came out with his statement that he then later on had apologized for? <laughs> I believe it was uh, it was kind of like after Drew Brees' statement. Um, Drew Brees, I don't know. You, you've you done some good stuff from what I've read about in the uh, New Orleans community. Um, but what you've said actually is what it's your true nature man it's like it's like you know you can do so many good things but at the same time the truth will always come out man it it's the the issue of well-meaning um white people or progressive or liberal white people right um ally intentioned white people that um I, I do these certain acts, you know, of kindness, of, of, of good heart and, um, and what have you. But when, and again, like you said, he's done a ton of work or charity or whatever mm-hmm. for Donated millions. the city of New Orleans. Um, and yet when it comes to race relations in our country, you're literally tone deaf because it was explicitly clear why Colin was kneeling and yet, even after all of this, you still had your post that you put out about thinking that the kneeling was about the, the flag and military families. When they've been told y'all, it's not about again, the flag. It's not about the flag. They have been, been told clearly y'all this. Uh, communicated, right? So, um, I I've just noticed though that there's been a major shift though, which um, is good. With which is good. A lot of people. Um, white people and then and other and people marginalized community and people of color that are in more invested now than before because of um because of that killing that was caught atrocity on camera. they've the been atrocity they've been told y'all this the, it was um not the first it's not the first that we've seen exactly that has gone viral or made national news it was just the way that um george was murdered um by this police officer all caught on for tape. as long as it you know it lasted caught on tape it was um very traumatic so um it hit differently for a lot of people this time um and 
although there's, you know, a lot going on right now in terms of protest, um, rioting, looting, all this stuff going on that can seem like, oh, we're in like the thick of it and it's like like dark right now and we're deep and like we don't know where mm -hmm. the light of the tunnel is. Um for me anyways, if it feels like a shift. Like it feels like um some sort of like tipping point in history right now where like we're we're sh we're shifting. It, it definitely feels different. Um so so there there is that. But it's it was just like, you know, we were <sighs> Talking about Ahmad Arbery and um and I, I don't want to say like moving on, but you know how the media and like social media and stuff like have has a um um short term short term yeah attention span and and all that and so it was a thing of like oh we've we've started the path of getting justice um by you know exposing what happened and and petitions and raising money donating. Um, doing all these things to ensure that these men that murdered him would be arrested. And it was like we barely took a breath or a step um, until this happened. Mm -hmm. And within the same week, though, um, I don't know if it was a day apart or if it was two days apart. Like everything seems a bit of a blur to me right now because there's just a lot going on. Um, the whole situation with Amy Cooper in... Um, Central Park in New York City, um, the Ramble area Central Park and what she did and using her like white um, privilege, her white female privilege to, and weaponized it basically um, by threatening a, a black man and telling him this is what she was doing, that I'm going to call 911 and tell them that an African-American man is threatening me. All because he was telling her to follow the 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 rules of the park. Yeah, um, all he said was just, "Yo, you gotta leash you gotta, your dog." You gotta leash your dog. Like, that's literally the law rule. Uh, I mean, the rule of the park, the park rule, <laughs> and um, and she just couldn't have that. She just couldn't, you know, be told what to do. And so she said it. She threatened him, um, that she would do it, and went ahead and did it. So she she knew what she was doing, right? And so. We literally were really upset by arms about that. And then. But that happens. Those type of videos surfaces a lot. But America's never moved like this before. You know what I mean? Uh, where it's not just black people. It's like all communities. Yeah. All colors are seeing this. You're starting to see. You know, at the end of the day, we're human. And, and you felt, you know, that video was just so graphic. You know what I mean? Like it's scarred. You know, it's scarred. I'm me. very. I'm, I am traumatized. I don't want to yeah. see that again. It had me down I for a whole week. Like I really was. Kinda, I hadn't seen that. Right. Um, I was feeling down. And uh, I felt like, uh, you know, America was feeling the same way. And uh, with COVID and all that being quarantined, like it was just like the perfect it's storm. Yeah, yeah, it was just a perfect storm of people just getting together, being fed up with it and <clears throat> just wanting to just make a statement saying, you know, black people are being, you know, they'll say, they'll say we've been told we've been told y'all this. And then the white folks is like apologizing for, it. you know, I've seen posts where they're saying, you know, I apologize to Cap for what he was doing. It wasn't about the flag the whole time that we do have an issue here. The moment y'all can acknowledge an issue, we can move forward and get some progression going on in this country. But if if someone is bringing up an issue saying, hey, I have an issue here in my community and y'all just be like, y'all just y'all just go ahead and just, you know, push it to the side. Don't acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that, you know, that seems to be the miscommunication within the communities and stuff like that. But I feel like this what's happening now is 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 good in a way because it's moving something. It's getting people uncomfortable. It's uh, making headline news every day. It's getting people to talk about things. And the, the best thing for me is it's actually exposing a lot of people that I know or knew, which yeah. is for me personally yeah. is the best thing for me, you know, to, um, see, where to see where people, people stand. stand. Yeah. After all that, some people making excuses for what the police did. You know, I got nothing against the police. They got a job to do. Like, I, I don't like corrupted police. You know what I mean? So it's like people can justify all this stuff that's happening. And it's like, yo, you, you know, it's clear as day what's going on with this man or just the justice system in general when it comes to just people of color, mainly the African-American community. So if you guys can acknowledge that there's a systematic oppression going on that's been placed to have people 
um, that's not white uh, start behind the finish line. And just all we're trying to do is play catch up. That's it. And get stomped on along the way. <clears throat> right. So, um, but we're not going to let up and um, make sure uh, y'all stay aware and woke of what's going on, you know, and, and go to the protest and uh, be safe out there, man. Take the proper precautions, especially with this COVID thing still around. That's been I haven't yeah. heard one headline news or anything about COVID. That's the scary part about this whole thing. It's like they have not mentioned anything uh, up until recently. I think uh, in Florida, the cases went up 4,000, like within the past week or something like that. So oh, yeah. It's going to be a slow creeper. Yeah. It's going to come back stronger. I mean, and, it's, uh, it's, you know, summertime is, <clears throat> is approaching. It's not right. like flu, flu season when that occurs. So... I don't know if that'll help curve it at this point. I know already some states or cities have opened up and um, where we're at in New Jersey is going to be soon as well. Um, but yeah, yeah. we're going to see about that. I mean, when, when we are out for like grocery shopping or takeout, the places that have been open are open still require us to wear masks, which I'm very comfortable doing. Mm -hmm. I will do that. That is fine. We're going to be wearing masks um, all year long, probably until the so, end of next year. Um. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, so there's, there's a lot going on. And then, like, on top of, like, um... people just now finally seeing like how bad things are you're also seeing like um certain celebrities saying problematic things mm. and like black celebrities saying problematic things because it and this is just me trying to reason like what is what comes out of their um oh, i can't hear myself what comes out of their mouths of just being financially like economically privileged that they've been very far removed um and with the celebrity it's it's economics and then also fame right and like different levels of fame because we we've seen still that doesn't absolve you from being discriminated against right. um regardless <laughs> but um but for some it's just like they're in this bubble where they're not getting it um and i hope with with all that's going on it is like they are getting slapped in the face with this like cases okay, have um because i mean black twitter the internet's like they're not gonna let down they're gonna let you know you're wrong and they're gonna check you or they're gonna cancel you and or cancel you so um yeah yeah we wanted to touch on that and um yeah we were gonna dive into a new world here with our health and then with um the yeah. protesting like it's really we're we're really 2020 is moving into something uh scary and i only say scary is because i don't know what's the, you know what's what's at the other end of this yeah what's the new normal i don't know i can't imagine what's in place now conspiracy theorists would tell you oh it's martial law and it's gonna they're gonna do the new world order but you know, it's stuff like that never actually happens when you expect it. It just happens. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I felt like we already had a new world order like 10 years ago with technology and smartphone and stuff like that. Um, it's I don't think that's ever going to be in your face, but that's just my opinion. I just don't I don't know what's going to happen within like the end of this year with the election. And that's going to get, you know, who's who, what, you know, what's going to happen in America with this election? What if? Uh, what if Donald Trump doesn't want to get out of office? You know, like, we, you know, we got to think what about it. What if he that. don't? He's trying to get reelected. No, <laughs> what I'm saying is, what if he doesn't get reelected? These but corporate, can we talk about the companies that are canceled now because of oh, their donations? Man. This is crazy. Um, right, let's get into it. We'll talk about the elections some some other time. Facebook, um, Zuckerberg, I'm not surprised. Well, we can't. We, I mean, I can't ban Facebook because um, I, I do my business on Facebook. <laughs> so i'm just going down I'm, the list. my personal account is definitely not um, active but when it comes to my my fan page I'm i have just to, going down the list that we have saw the one um, that broke my heart was chick-fil-a 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but we have to take a stand, you know? Like, I'm going to have to just make Chick-fil-A at the crib. I'm going to have to look up how say. to make uh, Chick-fil-A sauce and all that stuff. Yeah, well, you figured out the sandwich. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm not mad at that. But also, this, and I'm not going to fraud, I eat it too, but this shows, you know, our um, cisgender heterosexual privilege um, because Chick-fil-A been problematic um in regards to true true. um targeting and discriminating against um the gay community the lgbtq uh community so they've they've been um an issue before and then so i'm not i'm not it's you know it's just i guess like another whammy like i'm not like shock but it's just like come on come it's on, crazy because you know what the best part right. about chick-fil-a is just really the treatment that you um, get yeah when these are and this is what like blows my mind because it's it's um and i haven't read specifically who it all is i'm i'm making an assumption it's the founders or the ceos of these companies mm. that have donated hundreds of thousands of dollars um for trump's re-election campaign um but it's just like what but you just have like employee and ser- you serve um, people of all races. You employ a ton of people of color, a ton of black people. Um, it's just such a slap in the face. Like you, like you, like you literally need us for sustainability, like to survive for like your company and to make a profit. Mm-hmm. Um, but what matters to you is to reelect somebody that is just so hateful and such a bigot um because you don't want to pay the fair amount of taxes on all the money that you have coming in it's business man they're doing it making a business decision so who else mcdonald's taco bell taco bell been canceled wendy's Wendy's, uh, i don't really mess with wendy's um pizza hut i haven't had pizza hut in we haven't had pizza in a long time. In a long time. I remember getting the um, a long time. after you read a couple books or something like that, you would get a free personal pan pizza at Pizza Hut. But I'm not really <clears throat> Pizza Hut anymore. Um, who else? Uh, hopefully, uh, Popeyes didn't do it because I I'd cause a riot. Give me my Popeyes. Um, <laughs> but um, who else we got? I I just want to say in terms of like um, counterpoint and who is in support mm-hmm. of Black Lives Matter, um, Ben and Jerry's. Yo, shout out to Ben think, and Jerry's. I think Jerry's, I'm gonna go though. get that ice cream. Pecan yeah. resist. ASAP. Like they legit, yeah. I love um, it. I love it when people take, you know, corporations taking a stand like that really blows my mind because it's like, yo, you've been, you've had this power the entire time. Mm-hmm. Y'all could have been said something. Um, it doesn't, you know, people don't have to keep dying on video for y'all to say something. But now that you did, it's kind of like, all right, you know, appreciate it. And, you know, thank you for speaking up. They're speaking up. They're um, donating, I believe. Yeah, they're going in. Um, ben and Jerry's is going in. So uh, yeah, I'm not a, really an ice cream type of person, but uh, definitely Ben and Jerry's. Um, Nike had a statement, but I think there was like mixed um, reception Nike. with with theirs. Reebok people felt like Reebok's statement um, was much more declarative and. Hmm. Um, Nike know, like, didn't Nike already make a statement with just signing Cap with their you know the new face of the campaign and stuff like that. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know what else they need. You know, they need to say what's going on with that though. Because I remember them actually putting Cap as their new you know face of their campaign, like what, like last year or something like that. That was huge. Um. Well, let me ask you this. What were you about to say? So, oh, they got more people? Yeah, it looks like Airbnb donated to NAACP and Black Lives Matter $500,000. Um, Amazon donated a total of $10 million to 11 organizations, including um, Equal Justice Initiative, NAACP, um, Apple, 
Don't tell me Apple donated to. So apparently Zuckerberg wrote on a Facebook post on Sunday that he would be donating ten million to groups working on racial justice. Yeah. However, this response has largely been overshadowed by his internal division. <laughs> they, have so, um, they have so much money they can donate to, to not flag or remove a number of Donald Trump's um, posts. That was a whole other thing, but we're not going to get to that. We are so not. give me some companies oh, yeah. that we can't do without. These are the companies oh, the, you're pulling up where they. These were the ones that, that are actually putting their money where their mouth is okay. and like donating for the cause. That's cool. I can dig for it. the fight. So we got Chick Fil A, Taco the, Bell. The ones that are canceled. That are canceled. Chick Fil A, you're done. I don't want nothing to do with you. I'm serious. You know you're gonna have a weak moment. Don't even try it. It depends. Mm-hmm. It depends. If I'm starving and Chick Fil A is the only thing that's open, pray for me. All right, let's move on. Oh, how do you feel about people staying silent? Who do you think needs to speak up? And do you think that it's was? Oh, sorry, that was the hashtag. Hashtag Wendy's over party. Yeah, Wendy's. I don't know. Their four for four meal was clutch. You know, when you're low on cash and you're going through the struggle. But um, Wendy's is cool. I'm not really. They're just good for their four for four, but I'm not really a Wendy's fan. Oh, that's what it is. It's the franchisee, CEO of the franchisee company, the Taco Bell, Wendy's, and Pizza Hut reportedly donated more than $400,000 to Trump's re-election campaign. So the the companies we named are all under... Um, you sure Papa John's is not on that list either? <laughs> Moy or M-U-Y? I don't even know how they say this. Um. So, yeah um what were we gonna move on to how do you feel about um people staying silent um do you think it's important do you think they need to say something do you think they need to make a social media post what how do you feel about Um, that i think that do you think it's overblown if people don't do it like it's because some so people I, just aren't socially active, you know, social media active. Yeah. So I think that um, if I mean, I, I saw people maybe that like wouldn't normally post post, you know, on um, Blackout Tuesday, hashtag Blackout Tuesday and things like right. that. Um, but silence can be just as dangerous right because it could be like you're being you're complicit with the way things are right now mm-hmm. <laughs> but um speaking up and speaking out and and protesting isn't the only way to engage in anti-racism like to be anti-racist um there is through many actions so whether it is protesting whether it is donating whether it's um conscious being conscious about um, where you're putting your dollar towards in terms of when you are buying, um, what type of businesses are you supporting? Um, it's writing, writing letters, signing petitions, um, writing. If you do want to like voice your opinion that way, blog posts and things like that. Um, any way that, that, um, you can, feel like either comfortable or what's your strength to to do in terms of of um mm-hmm. being anti-racist do that just don't like not do nothing if it's like i need to educate myself more i need to um read more do that um it is not it is not um the job um for black people to educate you on what you need to know. Now you will find somebody on a a good day that we're not exhausted, um, that 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 will engage in discussion with you. Um, and I hope that you know closed mouth don't get fed. So I hope that p- 
people open their mouths to ask like, hey, can I engage this w- with this discussion with you? I, ha- I have questions or I read this piece on this and I'm just not getting quite, you know, but don't expect um, a black person to be like a walking encyclopedia for you and start like schooling you on stuff. There's a ton of great books. There's um, Google and there's just a lot of information right now circulating on social media um, and and videos and, and documentaries, um, films on Netflix. Like there, there's different media forms in which you can get informed um, about what's going on. Um, so you can start like engaging in the fight, in the conversation and in um, checking your your implicit biases and how um, you've been complying with with this uh, the systemic racism that has been in our country since the start of this country. So that's that's that on that. There you go. Um, but what yeah, else? I guess to get to you know the what? Fi- I- oh, go ahead. I'm gonna just say, you, do you you know what can really um because I feel like we have a long way to go, and you know, for the better part, people are coming out and standing up and and you know being a part of the movement, mm-hmm. but you know it's never a perfect world where you're not just gonna change someone's you know viewpoints on how they feel about a certain type of people, anyways, right? But um, I think the next movement. Personally, I think the next movement after all this should be is America um, considering or not even considering. They they need to go ahead and just do reparations, Mm -hmm. you know, for the families that's been affected, which is all the black, you know, people, African-American people that that helped build this country. I feel like that would help a lot because white America loves money, you know, and they've taken most of the wealth anyways. Why not pay the people back that you promised? Mm-hmm. You know what you I mean? You know, um, fact that, I mean, I don't call it a fun fact. It's not fun about it, but I don't know what else to call it. But um, quick, quick fact, quick fact that I came across um, this past week. I say, I mean, I'm informed, but I'm not I'm not going to sit here and act like like I didn't um, major in African-American studies. Um I've just been informed through reading and I mean, and also like in my doctoral studies, there were, there were articles and things that we've read. Um, and then just other books to inform myself, um, and the research that I'm doing. But, um, so, so I'm myself still learning about uh, history that's been, you know, not taught in, in our schools. Um, not just K through 12, but in, in college, um, especially depending on, on the major that you have. Right. So people go their whole adult lives not knowing any of this information. But um, the the um, when slavery was um, abolished um, and I don't know if it was like the abolished like first time around or when it was really abolished, um, the slave owners in the South were given. Um. Ooh. You keep See? hitting the table too. It's gonna be a lot of feedback on the mic. Oh, was I this whole time? <laughs> kicking it, you hitting it. Watch. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Well, um, but yeah, they were given um, like a stimulus package, or I guess what they felt like was was their reparations. Like, hey, no. sorry, we did this thing. Here is financial compensation for you. That may. That may. I mean that. That's, I mean, that could be true. It's. Probably, it, I'm telling you, it's tr- it's a fact. Like I, I just. But it's like, all right, stimulus package. What we just received, twelve hundred mm-hmm. bucks, right? Versus corporations getting trillions or or not trillions, but millions. Oh yeah. I'm, so it's probably the same thing. Like, hey man, I'm sorry. Here's five dollars. And um. No, and I don't know, and I don't know what the amount was. Exactly. I didn't go we ahead and know. read into right. it. What are you saying right now? Are you saying no? I'm, I'm saying, saying we don't know true? what their stimulus package is. It, I mean, they may have given but it to them. But what I'm saying is, is that it. But happened. was it enough? Why are you asking that? Why are you keep hitting the table again? You're doing it now. Why? But why are you asking that? No, question? I'm just saying like you don't know what's given. But I'm saying like what did they give? I want to know what did they give back to the slaves. 
Oh, so you didn't hear a word I said. That's not what I was talking about. That's not what I said. That didn't happen. I said when slavery was abolished, they paid the slave owners sorry for this happening. Retributions, compensations. Oh, they paid the slave owners. Yes, the owners. Oh, I thought you were talking about the slaves. That's what you about to get me whole fired up. I was about to. (laughs) All I'm saying is they need to pay. They need to have really reparations, not no programs or nothing like that like, oh we're gonna give you programs there no not none of that i'm talking about straight up cash did you know um i've read that germany pays the victims or the victims family of the holocaust the jewish family they still pay them to this day reparations oh it's, i've i've heard about that it's the same yeah same saying. concept you know what i mean like yeah. y- y'all need to pay the um the people here that built the country pay yeah. them i don't care if it's going to take 10 20 30 years but damn all they asking for is you know i've seen that mean where it's like you lucky black people only asking for equality and not revenge that's real i mean that's not just a meme that's literally what and I, oh not a meme but it's just something someone posted it. i'm like yo that's 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 true and i'm gonna credit the proper woman that said it because um her speech has literally Everyone has felt it um, to the bone. So Trevor Trevor Noah had um, a really great converse, conversation or, or post when he talked about talking about um, the riots and protests and, and, and looting and all that and the concept of a social contract and how that's violated when the police is supposed to protect and serve and instead they're murdering um, us. So so you so check Trevor Noah out. Um, for that but he also has reposted um at kimberly latrice jones um and this was on um d jones media um where yeah i mean her her final uh, watch the whole video i think it's like five or a little less than six minutes long um of her explaining very clearly uh, what systemic racism is in this country um yeah that was dope and why it's a problem and why we've had enough we're fed up we're tired and yeah i'm tired she's like they lucky we want equality and not revenge um but before i move on to the last piece on just taking care of yourself and mental health i do want to say that you know i you know, identify as a black woman, I identify as Afro Latina and there's some videos and posts and stuff, a lot of stuff coming up in within the Latinx community about like where they stand, um, and where like my parents are from Dominican Republic, you know, where Dominicans stand and some problematic videos out there. Um and posts of certain Dominicans are are talking about and are saying, um, you know, people just don't take to it well when they get checked and when they get criticized. And it's it's not to, I mean, if as a result you feel anger, guilt, shame, embarrassment out of it, whatever, that's what it is. It's not it's not comfortable to be called out um, on being oppressive, on being racist and discriminatory. Um, but it is what it is, and it can be it can be repaired, it can be corrected. We can move forward and do better. Um, if we know better but you have to be open and receptive to to hearing that the narrative you're carrying that dominicans um don't have racism or don't have colorism um in their culture like that's that's not true we definitely do every culture we we yeah like we definitely um yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get here and get to a whole history of like colonization, all the stuff and how like these ideologies are, are passed down of white ideals and the phrase mejora la raza, better the race, which um, refers to like, oh, get with a lighter person or a white skinned person to to better the race. Like it's th- that wouldn't exist if we didn't have that, like within our culture and that being an issue. Um, and that's not to say like, oh, every single Dominican or every single um you know latinx community or, or subgroup or, or country every single person in there is that way but that um culturally or like as a nation it is an issue it is an issue um 
And so I'm not even going to get into the history or even just most of recent events of, of what happened um, in that in that country. Um, I say in that country. Do you feel like that? Post- in my parents' homeland. I wasn't yeah. born there. I was born here. But um, I, you know, I love my culture um, and my family. But this is it's been um, difficult to discuss the information that people receive you know in their textbooks in their schools growing up um and this whole thing of mestizaje and that we're you know of mixed races which we are but they want to like only highlight the spaniard you know taino indigenous um races and not the african part of it and it's like it it's it's all included um and so i just say to everyone because I've I've gotten in back and forth with a number of people and I hadn't done this I think since like the Obama election and I'm just like what like I mean you were even saying like like babe just get off like what are you doing yeah, you to be, yourself you'd be getting into literally social media battles I just be like Yo, leave it alone emotional um and invested because I really want people to hear me out um and to, be, to challenge like what they've known for a long time to to think like what that their narrative is is a true narrative and it's just that's not the way to go the best way to do it is in person lot, in person it's a lot and the thing is i see your you 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 get affected by it for a few hours too like you just stay quiet you got to get off your chest you call somebody else to vent about it and this is the effects of you getting your feelings and emotions into someone's post I always tell you, like, just leave that alone. Why do you need to say that? I know you want to get off your chest, but it's the reason why we have the podcast. Get on the podcast, speak it out, yeah, and that's it. I don't. Well, I don't want the people that you, you know, you care about, and people in your community that you don't even know. Because I've gotten to back and forth with people that I don't even know, and it's just like I, I leave it all alone. Um, like, like you I want could, just them to like you, to do better and pe- to be open. Like people already set. You know what I mean? Like, especially online. It's like they, they hide behind this wall and they they set on what it is they want to think about, yeah. how they want to think about a person or their thoughts or their beliefs about something. So it's really a lost battle. There's nothing you can do on there. Yeah. Unless you go viral and do your own type of video, but that's rare. But, you know, save your peace by not saying nothing. Let it flow right past you. In the ear, one out, you know, out the other. Let it just go right through you. Don't let it disturb your peace. Because I've seen so many videos or posts yeah. even about Asian people, right? I use mm-hmm. myself, for example. I don't let it get to me because, you know, what, what was recently like Chinese people or something like that, right? And then the whole Asian people started uh, like rallying behind Chinese people and stuff like that. For me, I don't really identify with Chinese. I'm not Chinese. And they're like, well, how come you're not mad? I'm like, because I'm not Chinese. <laughs> I'm Southeast Asian, but even that, I I think about it like I'm not, you know, yeah, I have compassion, you know, and I wish certain things didn't happen to to everybody pretty much. Mm-hmm. But when it hits home in my community and then I start thinking about, you know, when my people go through stuff, you know, our Chinese people or anybody going as hard for for us for your, like yeah. we did for them. Because yeah. I, I keep it all the way real with you. I stay quiet because it's like, first of all, it's a lost cause to do anything online to battle. But at the same time, I feel how black people feel when I go into the corner store. Mm-hmm. They don't really see me as Asian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm keeping it all the way real. <laughs> they don't see that. It's like they, they actually would say, or I would hear stories later. Oh, that person. Oh, I thought he was black or something like that. And mm-hmm. and I know that's the reason why I didn't say anything because I know how black people feel when they go into the corner store to some of these Asian corner stores or Chinese restaurants. Because I get that treatment too. So I know I, I would I would I know how they feel. So I didn't say anything. I actually empathize with black people more. Sometimes I actually would um, tell people this, and then they were like, "No." gotta be kidding me you gotta be on our side like it's not about being on your side it's about my experiences growing up too you empathize empathize with that so i know how the brothers and sisters feel when when uh i don't know like nail shops or korean shops come in their community soak up all the you know just come in there and 
take all the money and not giving anything back. And I'll be telling them, like, just give something back. They've been telling you all this for years. <laughs> all they're asking for you is be a part of the community. Don't come soak the money out the neighborhood. That's yeah. all they're asking. You have to listen to what they're asking for you to do. There, there are these, like... So like so many businesses that you, you know, you have like weekly or daily interactions with um, that, you know, they come become very much a part of your life mm -hmm. and your community. But it's so transactional. Very like transactional. It's, it, and it's like. And to their defense, I know how Asian people are. I shouldn't say Asian. I know how certain Asian people are. <laughs> Baby, you get I don't know how to say It's a muddy waters right it's now. It's really muddy waters right now. <laughs> I don't know. I can tell you uh, the stereotype, uh -oh. a generalization of Asian people. We're not known for our customer services, like skills, like our okay. greed. Because, because the culture of an Asian person, I should say, is more of staying quiet. Don't make eye contact. Say as, as least as possible. Don't say as, you know, don't as talk too much. As little as possible. As little as possible. And the best way to respect the person is not say, don't make eye, n none of that stuff. You know what I mean? It's not like American culture, but I understand that part of their culture. I said their culture. I understand that part of you know my culture. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, once you're in this country, once you're in someone's neighborhood, you have to adapt. Be a part of the community. You have to learn the language. When I say language, I'm not talking about language, like, yes, speaking, but you have to learn the ways of the neighborhood. So and be a part of the community. You got to be a part of the community. You have to know certain things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have to learn it fast. There's been there's been a lot of, like, Chinese restaurants I've been to. They're cool. Like, mad cool. They, they, they you know, they have a certain uh, swag about them where it's not phony or they're not trying to put on when they meet me and all like that, they just like they know how to make you feel comfortable. So um, I understand both dynamics of it. But once you in their neighborhood, you it's really you're at their mercy as far as what it is they want. If they tell you this is what they've been wanting for years, you better adjust. Just don't take their money. Start investing in the sports team or doing something just to help out. Talk to the community leaders out there. That way you guys can have a better relationship. And when y'all see me in the Asian corner store, y'all better say hi to me too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's real. I, that, I, that, I didn't really have a chance to explain that part because I stayed quiet the whole time just because I just knew what yeah. was going on. And I felt how black people feel when I go to these places. So y'all yeah. heard it from me, you know. There's there's um yeah, there's just so much that's going on. So do the best that you can to, you know, be as informed as you can, Gotta but informed, man. Um, don't um, go down a rabbit hole of like information overload. Yeah. Um, because I know I've done that the past two days. Yes, you um, have. Yes, you have. And it's just, it's a lot. Um, when I was, you know, trying to meet a deadline for my dissertation was different because I was able to like not be on social media, compartmentalize and focus on one thing. Um, and even then I still had emotions. I still had like a breakdown. Like I still felt drained. Um, but this is a very different energy than what I've been feeling this week of anger and like anxiety, lingering anxiety and stuff like that. So definitely going to be, um, taking more breaks from social media mm -hmm. and not getting into, um, online debates. <laughs> not doing that anymore yeah especially with strangers it's it's, it's a, you're gonna lose losing that if it's family members that's a different story you can call them right up and be like, yeah. hey what did you mean when you like this post or shared this post or yeah you know it's easier to communicate but everything no, no that's not necessarily true when i when i say easier I'll say to, easy, they're not, accessible not and you can a good word. make a choice See, that's to why you're in a doctorate program you know these communicate, words communicate but um for me, I think for many people, it's even harder to have those discussions. That's with why I leave it members. alone. You know, certain people so. when they, when we meet up with family gatherings, you you notice I don't talk about none of the stuff that we actually notice. I just keep it moving. Hey man, how you man? I miss you, bro. I I miss you, sis. Or you know, how's everything going? Oh, cool, nice sneakers, man. Did you cop the Jordan ones that came out? <laughs> like stuff like that. We keep it real light, real simple. Talk about sports. And, and I'm stuff not a like surface that. level person. But the thing is, you have to understand so. that to keep the peace in the family, there's a there's a time for everything to discuss everything. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, and for a lot of family members, it's no time. So, you know, I'm yeah. a... I'm a j- Unless Look. it really bothers you or affects you to the point where it was, I have pers- been bothered. It was a personal attack. I have felt personally attacked, <laughs> and felt and felt <laughs> my um, my thoughts, opinions, emotions, experiences have been well, then you would, minimized or invalidated. Then um, what you would do, what so. you haven't done, was just pull them over to the side, talk to them. But I didn't. I'm, like, I'm, you know, I'm like I said. I'm it's real still tired. out there. I, I just didn't want like you know to keep the peace within the family. You I'm know you don't want to make a scene out of it. It's, it's, especially you know that's how I would want to run our Ain't family. No scene. I don't know what what scene you're referring to. You know scene. I know that. Um, I know how you get. Well, I'm passionate. <laughs> um, that don't that don't mean it has to be a scene because I'm speaking passionately no, about no, no, something no. that is so tied to my values and my livelihood. Um, but respect you truth know that truth that it's anyways as you see this is you know We're going on something embedded in you know our lives and our marriage you know especially because we you know are an interracial relationship and and marriage coming from different cultures yeah. um and customs there are things that have come up Mm-hmm. right and we um i appreciate that like you and i have open dialogue about things and there's there's certain family members that we'll have open dialogues with um and certain ones that we haven't um yet maybe one day we will um but yeah that's you know those are waters that we're navigating right now um but so to wrap up this episode um I was looking for there's so much information out there. It's a lot and that in itself can be overwhelming. Um and there are places online that you can find even if like if you just google um for resources or support, but one that I found um well two resources. One that I'm I'm definitely going to be um watching cuz I want to be able to be more informed is um one of my close girlfriends told me about a special that happened um, with PBS a few years back. Oh, she, this is more than a few years back. It was 2011. It looks like it's like a four episode series um, called Black in Latin America. Um, so I'm going to be checking that out. Episodes like one is um, Mexico and Peru. The other one's on Brazil. The other one's Cuba. Um, and the other one's um, Haiti and the Dominican Republic and Island Divided is titled. Um, so I'm going to be checking that out um, to get informed. Um, and then um, I found a page um, on self.com that is for, um, it says 44 mental health resources for black people trying to survive in this country. And this list is um, broken down in like people that you should follow um, on IG and also brands, collectives and organizations to follow. Um as well and so like just to to name a few um because it's a pretty good list like i said it's 44 um that they've listed here but um give them a few in in terms of podcasts that, I, that i've listened to um the the read is a podcast that i listen to kid fury and crystal um there's also therapy for black girls podcast um and that's with um dr joy i don't want to mess up her name hold on one moment yeah joy haven bradford um there's also um profiles on ig um decolonizing therapy that's with dr jennifer mullen um off, off their handle alone, that sounds dope. Yeah. I like that. I'm checking um, that out. Alicia McAuliffe, licensed mental health therapist. This one's called Black and Embodied. Um, Balanced Black Girl Podcast. I'm going to check them out. Um, highlighting wellness from the black woman's perspective. Black female therapist. Black Girls Heal. Um, there's also um a section here where they have um the list of directories and networks for finding a black or allied therapist so um prior to this list i only had known therapy for black girls so there's also therapy for black men 
Therapy for Queer People of Color, Zen Care, um, the Association of Black Psychologists, um, Melanin and Mental Health, Black Virtual Therapist Network, um, and the list goes on. So we will leave the link um, to the website yeah, in the description, in the box. description box um, for you all, as well as the um, the PBS Black and Latin America um, website too. So yeah, that's it. We always say we're gonna like be short and we go for a long time. Right? You know, we haven't been <laughs> doing this in a couple weeks anyway. So yeah, hour long is not gonna hurt nobody. Um, I'm glad that we we're able to do this and you know, yeah, keep up and and share uh, you know our views with our followers and get it off our chest on a podcast scale and. Yeah. Um, if you, know, you made it, it through this long, thank you for sticking. Yeah, always thank you guys. You um, guys with us yeah. through this. It's it's a heavy one. Um, it's been a heavy week. Heavy week, man. So and then like it's make whole, sure to take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Protect yourself. Um, and uh, learn, good. stay informed. Make sure you talk it out too. You know, man. You know, just just and take talk. action. Take action and talk, yes. Yeah, talk it out with your your peoples first because, you know, we tend, especially guys, we tend to not talk about it. You know, we see it, we internalize it, but we don't actually have a a chance to to speak to someone about um, the the events that's happening and how it affects everyone, right? And guys, you're not, you know, immune to it. So make sure you, you get with the your family or your spouse or your your boys and just talk it out man it really helps to just center you put things in perspective what's important to you um keep your family close and stuff like that so yeah we uh we're gonna wrap this video up we appreciate you joining us and um y'all stay safe out there make sure you subscribe comment like and um we'll see you on the next episode yeah, bye everyone. All right, love y'all. Peace.